Welcome to the Filmstalgic Podcast. Today we're reviewing one of the most stylistic and illustrious Batman movies to grace modern cinema, and that is Tim Burton's 1992 classic, Batman Returns. Joining me today are my sister and my better half. We rewatched this movie a couple of days ago, and we've got a lot to say about it. But I did want to kick off with... Um, a little bit of context on the controversy that surrounded this movie when it first hit the screens, because I don't think either of you guys know about this. No, right? I don't think so. No. I okay. do like how you started off by saying the movie was illustrious. Right. It's a big you, word for you. Are you surprised by my vocabulary? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's a lot you don't know about me, Subji, but... <laughs> Back to the controversy. Um... So pretty much like when the first Batman movie came out, the one in 1989, like that was the birth of the, like the modern day blockbuster, right? Um, and it was a huge success. So Warner Brothers set out to create a sequel with Tim Burton, but get this, Tim Burton didn't actually want to do another Batman. He felt like mm. he had said everything that he wanted to say about the movie right. and he was kind of interested in moving on to other projects. So he went on to do Edward Scissorhands, um, which mm -hmm. was also a success, yeah. I believe. That is another great, great film. That is another movie. great movie. But it, it's interesting like he that he wasn't interested in, in continuing on. Um, so how did they convince him? Well, pretty much Warner Brothers came to him and said, we want you, instead of making a Batman movie, make it a Tim Burton movie. And what that essentially meant was that they were going to have um, very little studio interference mm -hmm. and pretty much give him... Complete like free reign, reign free yeah. reign and creativity on right. this film, which makes a lot of sense. Now, but yeah. wait, on that, yeah. make it a Tim Burton movie. Did they not give him that creative freedom in the first movie? No, not as much because... Um, it was toned I, down Tim Burton. Yeah, you can, you can tell that from the, like, the way that the first movie is created. And especially with things like, um, you know, the Prince album and everything oh, that they yeah. included like tim burton didn't want any bat of that dance. that was bad dance bat, bat dance <laughs> that, okay wait listeners if you have not it's called the bat dance right yeah there's a prince song that came out um for batman in the 90s and it is like and I love South Indian Bollywood movies, but it's like a, a South Indian dance. <laughs> like it just reminds me with of that really cool vibe. lighting. Yeah, and it actually reminds me of really cool. Thriller. You know, yeah. like the oh, yeah. like Michael Jackson yeah. Thriller. It is a bit like Thriller. Yeah. It is like Thriller if yeah. Thriller was about Batman. Exactly. And there were there were like little bats dancing and Jokers <laughs> and Prince's is dressed up half like half his costume. He's like Harvey Two Face. Yeah. 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 If you haven't Batman. seen it, you have to see you it. To it's see pretty it. cool, but you know that wasn't really. <laughs> Tim Burton's idea. He didn't really want that a part of his mm. movie, as far as I know. That was um, the studio trying to commercialize the film a bit more and making it a bit more relevant um, pop culture wise. So this time around, just to get him to do the sequel, because keep in mind, um, Batman nineteen eighty nine was super popular. So they're like, yep. Tim Burton, he's the guy. Like we got to get him um, to do it. And one of the screenwriters, Daniel Waters, actually said in an interview that he and Tim Burton never had any discussions about, you know, what the fans or the audience or the sponsors are going to think about this particular movie. They just set out to make the, the best kind of movie that they wanted to make um, and in their own way. For the first one. For, for the second oh, one, for, for, the Batman, second one. for Batman Returns. Yeah. Um, and the same screenwriter, Waters, he actually said that when he went to the screening of the movie once it was done... Um, and as the lights would come on, some of the children like would be crying and some of the adults would be looking like they've been punched in the stomach. That was like a direct quote of his. Oh. Um, 
Whereas Burton said that half the people told him that it's lighter than the... Like, tone-wise, it's lighter than the first film. Some people right. said it was darker. Yeah, yeah. Um, but pretty much the controversy in all of that is that Batman Returns had, like, a, a sponsorship slash tie-in with McDonald's. Where, really? Oh. Yep. So McDonald's was selling um, these Batman Returns figurines as part of their uh, Happy, Happy Meals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And now... Shout out to Happy Meal Toys. The Happy Meal mm. Toys, right? But the thing is, even though Batman Returns had a PG-13 rating in the United States, uh, Happy dark. Meals are marketed towards kids that are under yep. 13. Yeah, so yeah. you have, like, four, five, six-year-olds that are playing with these toys. So when these parents who got confused by the marketing and thought this was going to be a kid's movie came out of that, you know, seeing like quite a lot of darker things this time around. Um, they were pretty shocked and but outraged. But challenge that. Like, was Batman ever targeted towards kids? Like, even the animated series. The animated is, series is quite dark, It seemed right? dark to me, like Gargoyles. Like, yeah. it didn't really have that really... Well, I know in the 60s it was very slapstick and it was aimed oh, at, yeah. at, a, at a younger audience, but... I guess to one. to keep it more relevant, just comparing it to the the predecessor, mm. Batman, it was a lot darker in 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 parents' eyes, and it, there was a lot of backlash and a lot of controversy. There was like a daytime TV show where these parents and kids came on saying that the movie was too scary. I don't know if it, I don't it, know was, if it was too a dark. Lot darker than the fa- well, first one. this so so this is my question. This is my question to you guys, right? Yeah. Like, do you think that this movie is appropriate for children? What's no, like, what's no, children under thirteen. Probably not. No, Probably it's not, not because no. there there are scenes out there. Like when the penguin bites the guy's nose. Yeah, the nose and scene, it, the the sexual. sleaziness of, yeah. of, you know what I mean, it, mm, is, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. something that kind of comes across. Yeah. Just the pee I've been looking for. Like that? Is that what you're referring to? The, the what? Sorry, can you elaborate on that? Uh, I think you catch my drift. That is that is a pretty funny line. People listening don't know what if you're an adult. Of course, like if you have kids, you might be horrified. But but even even how um, Michelle Pfeiffer plays Catwoman is very um, sexualized, and you know she has that. Mm, mm Because I'm just I know we're not really up to this. uh, But Catwoman is it is. But compared to let's just say like uh, I don't know um, what's her name Anne Hathaway and Zoe Kravitz or even Halle Berry. Actually, I don't I don't think I've seen the Halle Berry one, so I can't compare. Yeah, she still had like a sexy vibe, but she wasn't overly like she wasn't licking people's faces. And so you feel it went from just a sexy vibe to a different tone in this but, one. Yeah, a little bit like just how yeah how she was. So you, you thought it was more tastefully sexy in in the in, other ones. In, in newer like the the recent, in the newer more, films, more yeah. recent ones, even in the, the Zoe Kravitz right, 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 yeah. right, right, yeah. right. But those are those were films that came out after this one, so and I think their tones cr- were completely different yeah. as well with those films. Yeah. yeah, they were more realistic. But do you think it's it stays more true to the character? This the Batman Returns one compared to like, or do you think they're just getting more safe with it so that they have a wider audience? Well, I haven't really. I I remember reading a bit of the comic like years ago, but I don't know. I can't remember what Catwoman's like character is in yeah. the comics like how true is that i think she is quite because we saw a sick. comic yes it was yesterday right yeah and the bookstore but and even the one i the year one what i'm reading yeah it is, it is quite dark it depends on the no but the we're type talking about catwoman's um portrayal character. yeah is she meant to be really really sexy well in year one she plays a, a dominatrix if that gives you any indication mm. she's like right into she's in that so it just it depends on the the type of you know the, the material mm. yeah but i i do think um you know in uh in defense of this film it's all just like a part of her arc because if you see 
the type of character she is before her transition into into Catwoman. She's very like suppressed. She's treated like a a, a doormat. She's very innocent. She's got like the soft toys in her apartment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. all pink, they, and it's like it's a part it's of to it. really build that contrast. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they they did that. They they repeated that with Uma Thurman um, as Poison Ivy. Poison she Ivy, again yeah. is like the nerdy mm-hmm. like yeah, person the, who gets walked all over and everyone's kind of thing, taken yeah. seriously. And then yeah. she becomes this sexy plant girl. Sexy plant girl. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. And they're very similar they are in, very in a way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're arguing what's the distinction between just being sexy for the sake of it versus is this really integral to her character? Yeah, yeah. and the, yeah. I will say this. I, I picked up on one thing in the film. When she comes back to her apartment pre-transformation and she's, like, talking to her cats and, like, feeding the cats milk, she does say, as, like, a cat enters through the window, she says, um, oh, hello, Miss Kitty, or something like that. Are you back from one of your sexual escapades? Yeah, and I it's that. It, Why that line stood out to me is because it's almost like they're implying that cats have this sexual prowess or this nature that when she took on that form, that became a part that, yeah. of her Yeah, it kind of came out. It was DNA. like, it was inside, yeah. but it was never able to come it out. It was a- never able to come out. Yeah. But it's yeah. interesting how different Batman movies portray that because that is what Catwoman is. And in um, the Zoe Kravitz one, yeah. she does it a bit more um, subtly yeah. in just the way she walks yeah. and like... Um, her, her body language. Yeah. In this one, she's she, a lot the way more she speaks and, and, is very. You sexual. know, she says things like, um, what, did, "What did she say?" Yeah, it's what, a little why more did direct, cur- right? Did curiosity killed the cat. Yeah, or something? yeah. Yep. That was yeah. a good quote. Yep. She, yeah, she ties in a lot more to the cats. She drinks milk like the cat. That's actually um, a really good. Bit but of she dialogue. did no. But she did that in the first one too. Remember, she goes into the fridge, grabs the milk, and she's holding the milk bottle. Yeah. Yep. In, in the the new one. Oh, in the Zoe Kravitz yeah, one. Yeah. 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 I do remember that. Yeah. It's because I guess it's all part of like her the character. being the cat. Yeah. But it's interesting that quote you brought up with um Curiosity Killed kill the, the Cat. cat. I yeah. didn't I, I didn't learn it's fantastic, right? And it's it's, it's delivered insane. so brilliantly by by Max Shrek. Um <laughs> and such a great foreshadowing. But you know what I didn't find out until recently is the whole quote, so everybody knows it's Curiosity Killed Killed the Cat, but the whole quote is um Curiosity killed the cat, but satisfaction brought it back, and that's kind of like oh really kind of fit yeah it's yeah, okay. uh, it it just it gives it like it fits it flows it, it flows, flows really it flows well. really well because I guess in the most literal sense there is such a satisfaction to her coming back to life and you know taking revenge on on Max Shrek and all these these guys that have done her wrong. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, the whole thing, just like it fits. Well, just on her, really like something well. I, now that we're just talking about Catwoman, um, something that was really cool about her character arc was, I don't know if you remember when she comes home into her beautifully styled pink apartment, by the way, which was fantastic. Mm. She says, honey, I'm home. And it's when she's uh, Selena Kyle. And she's like the nerdy woman that's like lives alone and doesn't have anyone. And, She's obviously like saying it as a joke. And then when she becomes Catwoman, she says the same line. She's like, honey, I'm home. But she says it in this really like sexy and like confident yeah, like, way. Like she owns yeah. it. So right. I love how they yep. they play with that line. That line. And yeah. it, like yep. you just see the difference in her in her character. Going um, back from that, actually, what did you guys think about 
the transition into like the scene, you know, the cats and stuff. I thought it was a really clever interpretation. You think that was done really well? Can I say, I was talking to one of my friends about this the other night and something I completely missed. He was like, oh, how cool was it when she sewed her costume Costume onto herself? And I'm like, I didn't even realize Oh, I didn't realize that either. Into her skin. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's bullshit. like, oh, that's why she has like those stitchy thing. Like her costume is, it looks like it's been sewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's stitching totally it into her skin. That. Yeah, I didn't see that either. She sewed it onto her. Really? Uh, yeah. Ew. That's oh. why she's got like the when you look at the costume now. Yeah. yeah, you do see the stitching. You see the stitching, but like sh- the whole thing is like she's like the idea is it, actually sto- she's like, like sewed, sewed it onto her. Oh god, yeah. I have to go back and see yeah. that. I yeah. didn't see that too. Yeah, you see her, you see her creating. Yeah, because I saw creating in the window, right? She's out like near the window, and she's like. Stitching, yeah, I'm like, is, but uh, yeah, I don't, I'm pretty I don't sure she sewed that. it onto her. Really? Which, yeah. Oh, okay. You don't even just on your question about the how do you what do you think about like that transformation? No, I, you know, there's a scene right where she's back at Max's office. Yeah, yeah. Yep. After Catwoman. After Catwoman, after she's right? Catwoman, yeah. Did she because because she hasn't got the thing the suit sewed on, right? I think the so idea is, is it, because there's scenes where she um after she's oh, Catwoman, yeah, she she's not cat like she turns back into selena yeah but i think it was just a she hasn't like literally sewed it on it was just like the movie being theatrical oh, okay like, kind of like the cats bringing her back to life kind of thing yeah in, i think it was just like she sewed it on but like she can take it off like it was right. just the movie oh, the movie okay. isn't that realistic yeah, like, like, not, like a metaphor a visual yeah. metaphor yeah, kind yeah, of thing exactly. right um well, even just going off what you were saying yeah. i feel like one of the really clever things about her character is that tim burton like created this um he he created like an incarnation of the crazy cat lady when you think about yeah. it she's like a woman obsessed with, with cats. cats even when she goes through a closet right you see a pink t-shirt um with it's cats really on it? yeah with like yeah. little kittens yeah. on it i'm like yeah. oh my god she's like the crazy cat lady yeah and that's such a fitting stereotype for Catwoman. And the so. biggest thing I loved in that scene, right, is when you're outside of the window, you know, when she walks into the house, you see the hello there in neon. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then the once she does sign. a transition. Hell? Is it hell there or something? Well, yeah, hell here. Hell, something. Here. hell, here. hell here. She changed her neon yeah. sign. Yeah, it was yeah. done so, that was that so cool. That apartment yeah. looked so cool. Yeah. Like whoever did the set design or production design for that movie was on point. Yeah. They, they did a really good job. Even, like, her dialogue, she had some really, really cool lines. Like, okay, she delivered them, um, like, brilliantly. That's a given. But even um, there's a part where she's talking to Batman and she asks him, like, who are you? Who's the man behind the bat? Maybe uh, he can help me find the woman behind the cat. Yeah. And there's just, like, yeah. such a, a rhythm to it, the way she delivers it, and even just the idea that these characters in this film, at the end of the day, are just they're all about, like... Um, wanting to discover their identity yeah. or navigate through their dual identities. I think what I loved fitting. about this movie was that you saw the origin story in a way of yeah. um, Catwoman, but also Penguin. Yeah, and you you saw the you saw the arcs or like you saw their driving force or the character yep. objective the of like what yeah. was really driving these characters and why they were the way they were. Like, uh, yeah. They didn't just come out of nowhere, and I guess they did that in the first one too with Jack Nicholson um, yeah. as Joker. But I feel like you got more. Of that background with this one, yeah. especially the opening with with Penguin. Yeah, let's let's talk about the opening yeah. sequence. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys think? I thought it was great. Firstly, the house, right? Yeah. Like the first scene is is going through the, the window and looking the, the cobble ha- pot house. The the yeah. Unbelievable! House, right? yeah. That was a set, by the way. That wasn't an actual house. They oh really? That so cool. They yeah. spent a lot of money creating that, that set. Was, it yep. was so cool. And then just standing, like you're intrigued, right? You don't know what's going on. They're standing at the window. They're looking at the door. You're hearing. Um, 
You're hearing these, the these noises, giving exactly birth, yeah. giving birth. And then again, transition again, bang, both yep. of them now standing up there. And then you see it was a cage or something, right? Yeah, they put him in a cage. Yeah. yeah. And then you see yeah. a cat there. Which is sad. Yeah. It was kind of, yeah, it was, it was sad, but um, the way it was done. Yeah, was like cool. no dialogue. Yeah. It was no dialogue, no. but it was just yeah, showing through just right. images. You're right, yeah. no dialogue. There was yeah, no yeah, dialogue good at pick up. all. Good pickup. Yeah. Yeah. So, so dark and eerie. And I almost feel like the Penguin and the Batman, they're like the perfect example of how your um, environment creates the type of person that you are because there's a lot of parallels between um penguins lifestyle and um oh sorry like you know their their background they're and both Batman's, from like rich they're both families. from wealthy families yeah. both became orphans but you know one has resources um one support. got dumped though yeah and one one got yeah dumped that whole and got scene right over the bridge yeah did you mention there was like a quote about swimming or something uh i think he did like but I think someone who can swim or can survive or something something like that right like what's something that can survive and then it was like penguin I think that was in reference to the new Batman. I was oh, saying. Oh, that was a new the one. Was they it? have the the water and like yeah, that's right. That was the Robert Pattinson one. That's right. Yeah, but no, I loved how they they gave that origin story, and yeah. I think I think it was dark. Like I could see why people. That was the opening sequence of the movie. So now I can see with that whole McDonald's controversy, like why? Yeah, like a like you, know, you see like a baby. Your... You see a baby getting dumped. Yeah, um, like you don't see much, but yeah. the visuals really. Tell, tell the story, story and you know exactly. what's going on yeah. so yeah. Um, and even just what he wants is he's you know he tells Shrek that he wants respect he wants um, b- basic recognition of his humanity um, and again most of all I want to find out who I am so again like yeah. tying into that theme of what's my identity um, is a big deal. Yeah, and I, I love how he keeps on saying that he's been in the sewer too long. And I think they yeah. play with that metaphor a lot. Like, when, even when he comes up with his, like, rubber duck. That was so funny. Like, like saving the baby. They, they managed to make it really humorous, but yeah. I don't know. I, I loved um, Danny DeVito. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> weird. Like, penguin. There's, there's obviously a lot behind the scenes. And you see... Um, you know, I guess the bad things that he does, but in a way you also feel sorry you for feel the bad character, for it, right? Yeah. Because he, you understand where he's coming he's, from. He's a product of his environment, environment right? right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, totally. And I think there was um an interesting thing how um when the penguin wants to is it run for mayor? I think he wants yeah. to like yeah, he wants to yeah. run for mayor and he wants the city to take him seriously, so he plans that whole sequence where um he saves the baby from um getting kidnapped oh, in the sewer. Yeah. yeah. Um I feel like that really spoke to him emotionally as a character because no one was there to save him mm. as a baby. Like, he mm-hmm. got dumped. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he specifically picked that scenario with yeah. his people and was like, I'm going to save this baby. That's going to be my yeah. um, my like way a... of getting, you know, the city to love me, like saving this baby from the sewer because yeah. no one saved him. So yeah. Yeah. Almost it's like interesting a... that he picked that. That, that is an interesting. To... That is an interesting pickup, like a psychological. Um, yeah, rec- like it rectifying almost showed it. his humanity, even yeah. though it was st- every, it was staged. staged and, yeah. Like he wasn't. He was like a villain. Yeah, but, but it's I almost like, like he want. That's what he that's wanted. That's what he wanted. Someone he wanted to someone to save him. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he had to stage it to get some sort of reconciliation, like therapeutic, yeah, 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 some sort of therapy out of it. He also has like some great lines in the movie too. Oh, There's God. the one of the best scenes in the movie I feel is when he brings um, Max Shrek down there, yeah, and he's like yeah. telling because that's when he goes through and tells him about like you know what he's been through and what he what he wants to do, and um, he says to him, "What you put down the toilet, I place on my mantle." And I just think oh, yeah. like yeah. visually that's a really disturbing <laughs> image, but it's so true. 
Like, it's gross. And I just imagine him putting people's shit on his mantle, which is, I don't think he literally means shit, but just like stuff people. Yeah, well, that's the scene right. also where he's showing the paperwork, right? Like, he's just, like showing him how much stuff, like, everyone throws all this stuff oh, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like he's the got the tape. Yeah, yeah he's like, I've yeah, got all the document right. stuff and he's got it all taped. He's that like, was funny. Yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. Matt Shred is so confident. He's yeah, like, he's like, you don't have anything on me. He's like, yeah, he's like, here it is. And tape and patience. Yeah, exactly right. The other thing I loved about Penguin was they used his props really well so like even the umbrella hypnosis oh, yeah. like he uses his umbrella to yeah. and he uses it to fly yeah, yeah to the fly umbrella is like hypnotize really well. it's like his little yeah. it's like his wand and then Catwoman uses it later on right yeah, like, yeah. yeah. the rubber duck even the um, yeah. our favourite scene when he's sitting in that little car and he's like oh, going back oh, and forth oh that's gotta be the one of the so best funny. scenes that looks like those cars that they have in the, in the, the shopping shop. centre yeah 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 you put a quarter in and like your kids meant to be in that and it's like that's yeah, because he's, he's little. Like, he's those scenes are the best scenes. How about yeah. when he eats the fish or bites the guy's nose? Yeah, like, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, they, <laughs> they didn't kind of hide that, right? Like, they no, were just, they just it was kind of in your face, all oh, these yeah. scenes. Yeah. It, it, and it went there. You're like, oh, they're not going to go there. Exactly right. There. Whereas now, like, you, you know, it's, it's still obviously, you know, you've got blood and all that kind of stuff, but it's, it's, Done more tastefully yeah, in the way. It's not as like yeah, graphic. and it's really interesting. Like these scenes last for a while, right? He's got the yeah. fish and he's holding on to the fish. Yeah. Like the whole like you maybe got a minute worth of footage of like him with this fish in yeah. his mouth and like Eating talking, and, and then yeah. the nose. Like this is the whole scene. He, he yeah. actually gets progressively more disgusting to he look gets at, more and the grunting that that sound. Yeah, that's great. That was such a great. He's meant to be animalistic, right? Yes, he's meant to be animalistic. Yeah, he's lived with the penguins. Exactly. And Serby, didn't you love, like, that tight bodysuit that he wore? Like, you said you were going to get one in your size. Oh, that tight bodysuit was so flattering. It really... Accentuated time, It really accentuated parts, his pancake his bum. His anatomy? His, uh, <laughs> his pancake bum. It was, like, the opposite of a pancake bum. He had, he had a booty. He had a thick booty, this <laughs> penguin. But I remember three times during the movie, she turned to oh, me. Oh, yeah, she loved and it. And she'd say... Dude, that suit is not flattering. Like, as if his, his fashion choice is, like, his main priority. Like, the worst, yeah, right like the worst thing ever. It just looked really weird. Like, it looked like a sleeping, like, a onesie. Like, I don't know. I don't a know. onesie, yeah. It was, like, a onesie. It was a onesie. Uh, but he, he tells, like, Max Shrek something really interesting. Because I think there's, like, an, an intellectual side of him that gets dismissed quite a lot. And he's, mm. But he, because he tells him, you and I have something in common. We're both perceived as monsters. Um, but somehow you're a well-respected monster. And I am to date not. Like he's very observant and very yeah. quick. I think he's really characters. sensitive on that because he, from birth, literally, he yeah, was not he was respected. Shunned. Yeah, he was, he was shunned. Rejected. He was in the sewers. So, I think he's fascinated by these like powerful men, mm-hmm. like Bruce or um, like Max Shrek. Yeah, and he just wants to challenge that and yeah, and point out people's like society's hypocrisies. Yeah. But speaking of Max Shrek, like, I have to say, I actually think he's such an underrated character in this movie. He's a great actor. He's a, okay, yeah. he's, a, he's a great actor, hands down. But even the way that his character is written in this movie is really entertaining. Like, he's, he's very, um, like, he's very smooth. He's very, um, like, well-respected and well-liked. Yeah. But deep down, it's like, he's... He's, he's actually the, he's one of the, the biggest. He yeah, he's the main villain. Biggest villain yeah. yeah, because he's the one trying to manipulate Penguin yeah. and yeah. trying he to do kills things. Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like behind the scenes, kind of doing things. You yeah. know what I mean? He he's the like puppet to... master. Yeah, puppet he's master. The puppet master. Exactly. And he really—he's ed- the Lord Baelish of Batman. Of Batman. Oh, in a sense, totally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really emulates the idea that villains don't always wear masks or costumes. That sometimes mm. they wear business suits and act like do-gooders. 
that you know and i think that's a really it's um it's a very interesting idea that i think he symbolizes gotham's like corrupt Mm. um like business sure economy going down like i think he he represents that whole commerce i don't know like business side of things where like the city is corrupt and like yeah because he's a powerful man yeah yeah Yeah. he's just trying to capitalize on it yeah yeah like he does power through you know behind the scenes like as you said like the business stuff and all that he's not the type to uh, he's not in your face. In your evil. face, no, yeah, exactly mm. right. not like penguin. Or he wants control Catwoman. in other ways. But, yeah. yeah, but the yeah the perception of him is that he's, you know, like this great person, and just even when he talks, like he just he sounds like very charismatic smooth and, like, and charismatic. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite um, bits of his in the movie is when he and Selena <laughs> Kyler at the office, and he's threatening to kill her, and they're slowly walking towards the window, and you think he's gonna push her out, and then he stops and he starts laughing. Do you remember yeah, that? And yeah. She's like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, and then she's, she's yeah. sort of laughs, but yeah. she's, yeah. Like, <laughs> but okay. he does like this, yeah. this yeah, thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you really believe it. You're like, you oh, he's not going to do you it. You think it's something else to do Can we talk about... And he pushes her out. His son, Chip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what was... Chip what, what did we, what vibes did we say? Chip, Chip <laughs> slash was Biff. Biff from Back to the Future. And, like, Back to the Future is, like, my favorite movie. Like, almost a, yeah, like a more... More dumb, well, Biff is meant to be a bit stupid. Yeah, like a toned down version. Because Biff is, like, quite aggro, whereas Chip, I don't really know what Chip's endgame is. He's just, like, the silly son He just looks like the security guard, like his personal bodyguard standing around him. Yeah, yeah, like a younger version of him. But just, like, the idea that you would name your son Chip, like, Chip Shrek would be his name. No, the name is, like... What is that? Um, so, so funny. He reminded me of Scott Disick, because he had a cane. Oh, that's who and the he hair. He had like the he slick, had, like, right, old, the old slick school Scott Disick, yeah. not yeah. 2022 Scott Disick. Yeah. Kane, Kane um, Scott Disick. Let's talk about the whole opening shot though with the the circus um, people, like before the um, before the penguin. Sorry, I think the, it's penguins after the penguin's introduction. No, no, no. Is it after the penguin scene? I mean, when it's like when it's yeah, the carnival thing, and there's all. Are those, you talking like, about when the present comes out or not yet? No, I think he's talking about right at the start when. When they because the first time is the big present, right? Isn't that the first time? I actually can't remember now because that's the scene where Batman and Slim, they have that that weird scene where yeah, yeah. that's yeah. Must be that is when yeah. the yeah yeah you what what did you want to say about that? You like no, it? No, I was just I don't know. I I was listening to someone speak about this, and um, they were just saying that it didn't seem it seemed very Tim Burton. Um, like the set and even the little clowns and like the crazy circus people going around yep. versus Gotham City. Mm. Like, did you get Gotham City oh, vibes okay. from that that whole sequence um, versus like a Christmas movie? No, it did like look a, a very Christmas movie. It felt like, like, like a the Christmas Grinch. movie. Yeah, what I like felt I like, right, yeah. I felt like I it was yeah. very. Um, it was obviously very action packed, but. It wasn't grandesque, like it wasn't large, like a lot yeah. of the lot of the shots and things. So it did feel very compressed, like, the, like as in a city. This area, it didn't feel yeah. like it didn't feel like a city. You know what I mean? A lot of the times, it felt like a town, you were in the center town, town in the center or something. Town, right, right. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It was so that's like probably what. Yeah, that's probably what it what, what why that that feels like that. Yeah. yeah, it could have a lot to do with this, the like this the set design because every everything in this movie it was, was like, the detail was set, amazing, like, but stage. it wasn't yeah. there wasn't a lot of grand scene like a it lot of large oh, scale like it, it didn't I, feel I, like I, Gotham to me, but I loved. it. 
Maybe not in that bit. scene. Maybe yeah. not in that scene. But the Gotham was there with the statues. Yeah, and stuff, right? overall, Later like on, with the sculptures yeah. and everything, and the buildings that you see in the background. Like I do, I do think. But it overall, had that more gothic. Um, yeah, like gothic, a gothic, a gothic vibe. Gotham. Gothic, Gothic, Gothic City. Gothic, say that, Gothic, say that five times without Gothic, Gothic, Gothic City. City. Gothic, 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 not taking this seriously enough now. <laughs> uh, but, you know, just a note on that, the the set design. Um, I actually, I listened to a, an interview of Michael Keaton and he described these Batman movies as like handmade. He said they were more like practical in that they had to work. And I think that's really interesting. Like, Wait, using this the word more practical. What do you mean by, by yeah. practical? I think versus maybe like shooting in front of a green screen and like but I don't think that was a thing back then was it in the 90s like I think everything was very yeah it's all all real sets it still was yeah and they didn't use a lot of CGI in this movie yeah like it it was all like stunts and set design yeah because we're talking about what 92 right but yeah Yeah. I think but so that's what I'm saying like retrospectively looking back at at that comment it's very interesting to me because you can say that now that these Burton these Tim Burton Batman movies are hand made like every every which is amazing every every um yeah. you know everything on set that you see is like built it's like yeah. it's i mean you could see it right you, you can tell you can tell it's you can tell it's real yeah. well you guys want to know um something interesting about that so the sets were like you know some of them were like 65 feet tall they were built in like these these stages on the, the yeah. Warner brother lot um and it took three days was to, it built in chill? america uh, this or one, London. this one was filmed in America. So they filmed the first one in London. I was but Tim, say, it's usually Tim Burton, one of his, uh, conditions was that they come back and Where did they it, in LA. LA. So it was in LA. Oh. It was summer and they had to, it took them three days to like chill the stages down to, um, 30 degrees Fahrenheit, which is like minus one degrees celsius they, so they, they would have chilled to, they the chilled place. it down yeah they chilled it, it. looked they had, like air conditioning and they're like if you left the door open for more than a few minutes it would just like it would all that because they wanted to be able to see the breath you know oh, when you're in the cold the fog. and they're yeah, talking yeah, the yeah. fog that's all like from actually oh, wow. cooling down the stages like wow. that, that's really crazy. crazy and it's like summer so you're probably it's probably like boiling hot outside and then you yeah, come into yeah. these stages Man, and the you're effort like, they go through yeah that's what i mean it's crazy but I, I think it's it really pays off because you really do get a caricature of a city. You see, like, a, like if New York was in a parallel universe. Yeah. In, like, yeah. a stylistic... A stylistic, gothic... Yeah. Christmassy, Grinch kind of a way. Totally. Yeah. And I love Tim Burton. But I also feel yeah. it, it... So, in scenes without the Batmobile and stuff like that, I think it works really well, you know, to see the detail and everything. But it kind of looked... It kind of looked very... Um, very cheesy in a way like when the Batmobile yeah. comes through the city and stuff because yeah. it felt that like it was such a small, small it small was such a small city, area yeah. you yeah. couldn't really go fast That's a lot true. of the scenes where the car's like spinning around and stuff like that it was just very was awkward a, a little area. bit like yeah. and so I felt like that is true like dead it was very hard stuff. to pull it off compared to now when you and have when it, you can see the scope of the car and it's, it's flying it down and you like have that. those I think of the Dark Knight that whole scene where they're doing the chase the yeah, in the tunnels and it feels like it's endless like you're just driving and driving exactly right that feels like you're actually driving in New York City yeah that's funny I never thought about that but that's actually an excellent point like you can't have a car chase no you can't have it you can't you're kind of limited because of the size you can't do a lot of those scenes that you normally see so they must not have had a lot of yeah and you can see that because he's like always like low speed like the one where yeah yeah the the joker scene right where uh no sorry penguin 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 sitting there He's looking through the paperwork and doing things yeah, yeah, right yeah. for his oh, parents. His drive-by. And his drive-by is like creeping. 
looking looking chatty, out the window, and then he like drives drives by. You know what I mean? Hey, Gotham laps. <laughs> Gotham laps. Gotham laps. Like, for like a you minute. know when I watch that scene, I'm like, how does the penguin not see the Batmobile? <laughs> okay, maybe you could argue it's dark. Batman kind I of. I just like staying right near the window. It was just I remember such a that it wasn't even scene. subtle. Yeah. It was just well, that's like so funny. Yeah, and he's just cr- having having a night cruise in, in the Batmobile. Yeah, I love that though. It did feel claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I found. I found the scenes. Uh, unbelievable, and I, and I think you know the attention to detail, the the color, the use of color, yeah, the color was grading. so good. Oh, the color is fantastic. The, the lighting is unbelievable. Great. Like yes. like all those things, and to have things well lit, and when you have things well lit, right, you can you can spot faults. Yeah. So you usually yeah. don't want that, yeah, right? In, in most movies, they don't they don't do that a lot now. Mm. But to have a lot of detail in scenes and, and, and the because well-made. they didn't use CGI, you can do that. You know, you can mm. have well lit area because because mm-hmm. everything's handmade. You know, so the detail is going to yeah. be there. But the only thing is, when you have large vehicles and large art, like things in shots, it doesn't work. It's hard. It's yeah. very hard in limited space. You, you can't, know, you like, can't really computerize show it. So exactly right. Yeah. Which is why I think they had a lot of Batman scenes of him not in the car. They had him standing on rooftops, Correct. like because yeah. he could play down around the alleyways. The biggest yeah. scene yeah. is that you see a bit of like this action scene is when he's in the sewers in the um, that boat thing or whatever. Oh, yeah. that, the rubber what, duck. Yeah, you know the scene where he's going through? The oh, penguin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To in, find his the penguin. Boat, in his like, submarine Yeah, and the submarine thing, thing right, that he flies thing. around. That's where you, you kind of see something. When he's going towards, right at the yeah, end. Yeah, where he's got the radar. Yeah, yeah, he's got the yeah, radar yeah, yeah, and he's following yeah, the radar. that's actually yeah. a really, yeah. um, really cool scene as yeah. well. Yeah. And the, the penguin's just penguin's uh, with chilling. the missiles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was so funny. I mean, I liked it. I think if you don't, if you if you don't compare it too much to the newer ones and you see it for what it is, oh, I think it's fantastic. It was like a, a Christmas Batman movie. Like it um, has its silly moments, but yeah. it's. Still I mean, it is silly, a Christmas but Batman it's. Movie. Yeah, you like can't take fun. away from from such a like great Penguin character. I feel yeah. you know, mm. like it's it's Catwoman. you know Max Max does a great job. Catwoman, like yeah. like I mean. You know, when you got great characters like that, yep. it's it 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 makes up for. It for really builds. Yeah, it Let builds. me ask you guys this question because this was one of um, some people had this criticism when I was, was doing a bit of research on this film. Is um, the question is, do you think Batman was uh, eclipsed by Catwoman and Penguin? Do you think they like overshadowed his character mm. in this film? That'd be an interesting uh, question to well, ask. Well, interestingly, if I if I make a judgment or observation, sorry on on this chat we're having. Mm. We haven't said one thing about Batman. Mm. Well, we, that's what, we've yeah. We've only spoken mm-hmm. about Catwoman so and true. Penguin and Max Shrek. We haven't even mentioned... mentioned. Yeah. Um, sorry, what's his name? Bruce Wayne. No, the... Michael the, Keaton. Michael Keaton, sorry. We haven't even mentioned Michael Keaton. And yeah. That's yeah. not saying that Michael Keaton did really bad and we didn't but care about him. But he's an afterthought. But your thought... Uh, yeah. yeah, you're right. Well, I, think, the, I think he was a clip. The issue is, right, is... Uh, I think... it's. I don't think it's, it's Batman's fault, you know, even as a character, but it, it's... It's very hard to compete on that. Correct, level. compete yeah. on that level. You know, like you don't you don't have a lot of dynamic things happening. Um, there's not mm-hmm. a, not, not so much like a I guess an origin story there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's you know when you see other characters have this origin story and a very strong like emotional thing sure. from the start, and it wasn't his origin. Yeah, story. and I yeah. think that's that's a part he of why like it's so difficult for. Batman you know, stand uh, up. Yeah, yeah. He, Batman was like a reaction to Catwoman doing something or sure. Penguin doing something or Max doing something. That's so it almost point. wasn't a Batman that's, movie. That's a good point. Like, like, yeah, that's what I feel. I will say, story. I think the new Batman movie, the Robert Pattinson one, 
did this really well because we, in our previous podcast, we were talking a lot about Robert Pattinson's performance and Riddler's performance and yeah. Catwoman's performance. Like, they were all equals to me. It, uh, Rob, like, yeah. I could pick... You didn't feel like that was part. eclipsed by any of the other No, characters. I didn't. Yeah. I think he really stood out yeah. and he, like, his performance was really strong. Yeah. And he had a lot... He had some di- dimensions to him. Yeah, there yeah. was a lot, yeah. Whereas with this one, it just... I didn't feel like... It was a little bit one-sided. He was a little bit flat. He was a little bit too... No, no pun intended, because he loves shadows. Uh, Sorry, I had to cut cut you off. No, no, no. No, I was saying, yeah, it was just very one-dimensional. One-dimensional. The character, yeah. Well, you know what? This is interesting, because I actually thought about this. I'm like, do do I feel like he's been overshadowed in this film? And I actually disagree. I, I don't think that at all. I think that you really need a character like Batman, because he complements what Penguin and Catwoman, like, bring to the table. You know, their out there-ness and their over-the-top theatrics um he's he's like he's complementing each of those characters and he's also creating an interesting parallel with shrek who is also like a wealthy businessman just I, like bruce wayne i think wayne. what we're saying though yeah. not that he he did compliment them yeah but the movie is called batman right and let's an let's take yeah. him out yeah. of the, the movie, movie right if you took him out of the movie yes mm. how much would you be missing in the mm. film like That's i get that question. he he's a That's vehicle a to yeah. the the other characters like could max yep. have filled in a lot of the 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 voids in that and and mm. like you obviously know? you needed batman question. to like That's challenge good. penguin and challenge catwoman yeah. yeah. but, yeah. but to his point like 90% of the movie would it still be the way that it is yeah like i feel like obviously batman represents the good you know what i mean but and then you've got um yeah, I think Cat Catwoman is is a little bit different, but 50, then you got 50, yeah, yeah, but Penguin and and obviously Max, are, um, you know, I guess on the on the on the bad side mm. in a way, uh, but I feel like you know, we didn't see that Batman next was more like a support, and, and yeah. yes, I feel like it was character, good, as yeah. you said, I, yeah. I could see like how you know the relationship between yeah. him and Catwoman and and few things, and and it gave them also some motive um, in few scenes, but I. Yeah. Also, don't know how much of an impact Batman That's had right. in the film. Mm. Yeah. In other words, if Michael Keaton was winning an Academy Award for this role, he wouldn't win Best Actor. He'd win Best, Best Supporting, Supporting actor. actor. I don't think ooh. he. Ooh, ooh, I don't think he won an Oscar, ooh. but. He would. He's a supporting actor. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> no, but that's supporting not... supporting cast in your own film. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's not his fault. That's yeah. how the script. No, it's not. It's not how, his fault. Yeah. That's how they. Like, what more could he do in a way? Because in that movie, not much. It, just, there's just so much going on. I, I, I can all of those. Bat the old Batman movies. He is like a supporting character. Even in the Batman and Robin one. Even in the the one with Jack Nicholson. Even with um, Batman Forever. Like he. I don't know if he feels like a main character. I think that's a really interesting point. Like, one of the ways they could have maybe rectified that is take Batman to the next level in his arc, even if it was subtle. Like, show the next well, advancement of him. Well, I think Christopher Nolan, him. Christopher Nolan did that in, yeah. um, in the Dark Knight series. Sure. Yeah. He All did that very, really well in Batman yeah. Begins, because maybe... Because yeah. um, we, we never got that origin story from Bruce in the other movies. Mm. On that level, on yeah. that deep level. Oh yeah, on that yeah. deep, yeah, yeah, for sure. Level. And how he, how he becomes Batman. about Batman Begins, and I can't wait. Wow. To... I'm really excited about wow. those Nolan movies. What, ha- what happened to I'm Sick of Discussing Batman? No, not those, not the Nolan movies. The Nolan movies. Well, we're going through the Schumacher before we go through the Nolan ones. Please help me. Please help you. You love them. You wanted to watch them. I think they're really funny. Um, I guess like last question, maybe. Mm-hmm. Who do you think is or are the real monsters in this story? I don't think there is a real monster in the story because oh. 
No, that you can't. It's not that black and white with good and evil. Like there are mm. things that Everyone's Batman does that's not great. Yeah, and you see Penguin that they obviously showed us that whole opening sequence of him being dumped as a baby for a reason. Like yep. you have to have empathy for the villains, mm-hmm. and I don't think. What about, Max, yeah. what about Max though? What about Max? I understand. Max, I understand Penguin. Yep. But we didn't see Max's like why was he the way he was like. He was but I think he I was, think that but... is the point, and you can't even argue that he was a product of his environment or the fact that I mean maybe no, he, he was abandoned. He obviously was. It's speculation, but who Max with Shrek? Max? Yeah. yeah, Max Shrek probably grew up in a wealthy household and had no attention. Okay, like he was wow. probably like the rich man looking for power because he never felt like he had any being mm, with okay. like parents that maybe neglected him. I don't know. Yeah. So yeah. like, there obviously people are. The way yeah. they are, and I don't want to get philosophical. And I, I will it. say this: that Max Shrek did have one redeeming quality. I don't know if you guys remember, but at the end of the movie, because Penguin's whole um, end game in this movie is to kill the the firstborn sons of Gotham, right, yeah. as yeah. his revenge. Yeah. And at the end, in order to get back at Max Shrek, he wants to kill wants his to, son. Wants to kill or kidnap um, yeah. Chip <laughs> Chip Shrek, aka aka batman returns as biff um but max shrek says <laughs> don't take him take me instead yeah. Yeah. and does save his life which ironically um is the opposite of what penguin's parents did for him yeah, they, yeah. Like, yeah. They, i actually found that really interesting mm, that scene. isn't that interesting I, I did not expect quality. it i did yeah. not expect yeah. it well, i think and he yeah. had a lot, a lot of love, love for, for his son, son. Well, he yeah. wasn't a good man yeah but yeah. And i think that's the thing with each character like even catwoman you saw why she was like the way she was. She was oh, also certainly. ignored and didn't yep. get attention and always had weird taste in guys or whatever. I don't know, but she, well, she was lonely. Yeah. So yeah, she's lonely. And, and you, you actually, what I really appreciate, you feel sorry I, for everyone. You feel sorry for everyone. And it, it, it comes down to like two themes in this movie that each character touches on. Power. Um, one is revenge. I feel. Oh. Um, and the other is like identity, like dual identity. And the third is power. Each yeah, character sure. yeah. is is trying to get power. Trying to get power, yeah. Even Batman. Yeah. Or understand themselves better and acceptance, be accepted by society. To some, I, I also to some felt degree. like Batman's character had the most awkward scenes. <laughs> going uh, from yeah. like the stunt the stunt scenes where like some of them were just like mishaps and They're just really strange. His his silence and just staring off into and the distance or staring at people and his one-liners were yeah. very strange. So I felt like... Eat floor. High fiber. Yeah, it was really... <laughs> it was really weird for like a charismatic person yeah. that we know yeah, as yeah, Batman yeah. usually. Yeah. And, and I, he did this really funny pouty face that I... Oh, yeah, you love the pouty face. Yeah. He was doing this like <laughs> yeah. kissy like this... You know, <laughs> that's just his face, man. Why are you hating? Why are you hating on Keaton? I, no, I get it. Keaton was probably an attractive man for... The 90s, but... <laughs> Minus the pouty But thing. he did this, like, pouty thing. He has <laughs> amazing eyes, though. In defense, like, the, you may not like the poutiness, but the eyes are very... No, no, so this is actually why... So, did you know that they didn't want to hire... I didn't know. Do you know how much backlash there was in the first Batman movie when people found out Michael Keaton was going to be in it? Because yeah. they knew him from Tim Burton's Beetlejuice, and they're like... Oh, Beetlejuice, they're yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah, like, yeah, no that's way, right. No way can this guy carry a Batman Carry a Batman, film. And there was yeah. heaps of backlash, and all the fans wrote Warner Brothers and told them... Because you need the jawline. Keaton, not Keating, Keating. Um, but Keating. Tim Burton said, no, 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 it's all about like the eyes. The he's going to be in a yes. bat suit. Yeah. He's going to yeah. wear a mask. And that's what yeah. Robert Pattinson And you do, well. ever since he said that, I can't like, I can't shake how, how um piercing and yeah. compelling his eyes he look. He didn't know. I thought he did a good suit. job yeah. as Batman. Yeah. 
What do you think of the suit? I the like suit's it more and a, more a key thing, obviously, in all I Batman. Yeah. really bad for all these old Batman movies. They can't. Oh, the stiff neck. Yeah, he couldn't move. Yeah. Well, when I was like watching interviews of Robert Pattinson when he was promoting the movie, he said he had to try on all the bat suits. Like the old ones, and he said you you actually can't move your neck in any of them. So if you actually watch these old the Schumacher or Tim Burton movies, you'll notice that Batman never moves his neck. He he looks really stiff, um, yeah. and that would have been very uncomfortable yeah, for the very, actors. Oh yeah, very. can you imagine like twelve hours, sixteen like hours shooting of shooting those, all day? Like, yeah, yeah, and doing like like fight scenes, getting hot, not being able to go to the toilet properly. Apparently, yep. that was always an oh, issue. Man. Yeah, those bat suits. It, that's actually crazy. Um, but in terms of aesthetic, um, yeah, I thought it was fine. It was fine. it was yeah. a Batman suit. Yeah. 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 What, what did you think? No, I agree. I think I think it. It held up. I think. I think when you compare the suits now, obviously, oh, you know, yeah. very so- sophisticated and stuff. Yeah. But I, I yeah. still feel like if you watch that now, as we did, it, it held up. It looks completely. Yeah, it, looks good. it, yeah, really it doesn't good. look goofy. It doesn't look like the '60s version. Oh no, the Adam West one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, wait, wait, like my friend was like, "What's that? The one where he yeah. wears pajamas?" <laughs> what? My friend and I were talking about it, and he's like, "Oh, is that the Batman that wears gray pajamas?" Who wears grey pajamas? That's like the old Not school, pajamas. yeah, right? Oh, yeah. the suit yeah. just looks like, 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 like pajamas. Uh, right. The onesie type thing, yeah. yeah. Right. But also, just um, before we forget about this, one of my yeah. favourite scenes, yeah. right, was the penguin death scene, right? Oh, yeah. Which was, and it was a time, like, obviously we had seen all these these things happen and everything, but I, you know, you felt so, like, you, you felt emotional. It yeah. was an emotional oh, yeah. it was moment. Sad. With yeah. the penguins just, just at the side of it and, and the body just going into the water. Yeah. Really and you sad. had, like, three on each side, yeah. right? Like, they were taking like, the car- like, taking the, yeah, cu- the like, taking pen- casket into the water. Yeah, yeah. 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 little penguins, like, yeah. after him. Yeah. That last scene of his death, like, was it actually was quite touching. It yeah. was, you know, because it was, it was, it was... It was done really well. I thought yep. they did it really, really well. They did yeah. justice. To I, I really yeah. like the ending of this movie, yeah. starting with his death, then yeah. also moving on to Kal- uh, Kalina's death. Kalina, um, Selena, Kalisi. <laughs> like Catwoman's death, and the, the, they play with this idea, you know, that cats have nine, nine lives, lives, and yeah. that and she, yeah. she mentions many. how many people yeah. she's killed, and yeah. then she gets shot a few times, and you're like, all right, she's down to one life, and then the taser that she gets at the start of the movie, that prop ends up being like integral to the story because she uses it to, to kill both her and Max Shrek. Yeah. yeah. Right. And you're thinking, okay, she has one life left. Then you have the outro with um uh Batman in yeah. the in the car with Alfred, and he's yeah. like, oh, you know, you see the shadow, the shadow um scurry of Catwoman, yeah. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, is that her? And he doesn't find her, and he's got her cat. But that last shot of when the uh the camera is you know ru- it's yeah. ascending um through the buildings through the rooftops, and then you see cat, you see the bat signal first, and then, and then you see Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a fantastic ending, like her yeah. last life. Like it was just yeah. like she's such not a dead day. yet. Yeah. yeah, she's not dead yet. But I think they reshot yeah, that. Yeah, her just popping up was really good. Okay. I, yeah, I I think she originally died in the script, and then they and changed then it. They, they, they changed nah, it. I like, like, I like I the ending they came up with. She just pops up. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, that was really good. Um, good movie. Yeah. Burton actually, so here's, so just to come full circle with this whole thing, because at the start I told you that Burton didn't want to do Batman Returns and Warner Brothers were like really keen on getting him to come back. Um, just explaining how that whole thing comes full circle. By the time they were done with Batman Returns, Burton was actually really keen on doing a third film and was toying oh, um, with the idea of, um, you know, what characters they could use for the next film but he actually said that the studio kind of dismissed his ideas and said to him, um, 
Oh, you, you don't want to do a, a, like another big movie. Don't you want to go do a Is smaller movie Is that because of now? the controversy from this yep. movie? So the I studios so. kind of kicked him out? They were like, uh, Has shit. the irony in yep. that? First, they, they got him to come back after yep. the second movie, and he wasn't really into it. Then he got really invested and excited about it. Yeah. And the studios were like, sorry. Yeah. Thank you, next. Thank you, Schumacher. Thank you, next, yeah. Thank you, He got. Next. He said in the that that um that meeting with them, he's like, I realized straight away, he's like, you guys oh, don't sucks. want me to do another one, do you? But it's sad because I think he finally, because found this his, was his vision, yeah. it's understandable he probably found his um, like, yeah, groove. Yeah, his and, groove, right? Who knows? He might yeah. come back for another Batman movie. I don't know. I don't know that they... You never know. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think they would go back to doing another Batman, uh, another Tim Burton Batman. Never know. They do these installments every few I think years. if they were going to do that, they would have done that with this one. No, right? I think right now they're doing like different kinds of Batmans. Like yeah. they're, they're going for a different kind of vibe. I don't think they'd bring them back. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. I, don't, I think it's just they've moved yeah. away from that. Okay, let's see. If, if in like 20 years he's back. Maybe not 20. But it's, um, it's a huge reason why they then went into the direction that they did with the Schumacher movies. And then they went in the complete opposite the direction complete opposite and went with direction. Christopher Nolan. Yeah, right. Who yeah, took it who to went like back to realism. a very different take. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I, I enjoyed the movie, I think. Let's give it a rating out okay. of 10. Mm. What would you rate it? Sorry? Knowing that I've seen all the Batman movies that are like even the new ones. Are you comparing it I, against I don't, the Batman movies no, no, or no. as a standalone? Let's, let's take it as standalone because it's always... Hard. I think I think these films, um, they're hard because I feel like the takes on Batman, you know, and as I think stand- as a standalone, as a standalone, six point eight. Okay. 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 As a comparative, mm. six. Okay. Okay. Oh, this is actually a really good question. Maybe you go first if you know already, or you don't know yet. Um. This is tough because you have to think of it as a standalone and as comparative. And I'm trying to separate the nostalgia from yep. the film itself. I'd give it a 7.3. Mm. And I base it on, I love the characters. I mm. love, especially, you know, my favorite would be Penguin. Yeah. Um, from the origin story to yep. the acting to... Um, the death. <laughs> His the mannerisms, the quirks, yeah. the the story, the um, I found it really interesting, you mm. know. And and I'll say this: like some of my favorite scenes had the penguin in it. Yeah, um, yeah. In the film, the generally, he's like when you think For of sure. Batman Returns, you think of penguin, penguin and Cat- Catwoman. Like Catwoman. Correct. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can never get that image out of your head. No, exactly. So yeah. I think that was, um, you know, with the you know the duck and and they had a lot of things and and <laughs> yeah, just, the yeah. props. They yeah. really played with the props. Oh, so it was well. excellent. It they was excellent. Done so well. Yeah. And I say as a comparative, I, I would put about a 6.5. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. How about you? Um, yeah, I think as a standalone film, I'm going to go with 7 out of 10. Um, for a lot of the same reasons you said, I think the characters were just brilliant. Um, I thought they were written really well, um, including including Max Shrek. Like when I, saw, when I saw it again, I thought, yeah, you always think of Penguin and Catwoman and they definitely have their place, but Max Shrek is such an underrated character in that film. Every line he yep. delivers... 
his acting, the, the subtlety of like the, the way he the expresses himself, the way you don't actually know what he's thinking. And even though you know there's something off and there's something wrong and that he's a criminal, you just, you don't know if he's going to like help you, if he's going to kill you. Yeah. He, it's, yeah. Because he he's a puppet uh, Yeah, he's a puppet master, he's, right? Yeah. Very, he's a mental person. Like he's, he, yeah. you can, he you can tell this, really well. you know, yeah. the manipulation with Penguin that you don't see come because he becomes from a victim yeah. in, in, in the sewers yeah. to manipulating penguin right to do into being mayor you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. and so he's able to turn he can, that situation he, yeah. he turns he fear he yeah. and he becomes yeah. fearless you know yeah. what i mean he, he knows he knows how to play the game exactly yeah for sure so based on like that and score obviously because i know i spoke about the score a lot in the um in the first review that we did for the first movie but yeah between the music um oh, the, the characters the, the story and just like overall entertainment value yes it, it had its like corny moments um, some the way that some scenes are shot maybe don't hold up as well in terms of um, you know their their eloquence or their sophistication by today's standards. Yeah. But um, the overall entertainment value for me is there. It it's it's there to this day, and I can easily watch this movie over and over again and enjoy every moment of it. So for that reason, definitely seven out of ten um, as a standalone film. And um, you know, comparatively, I would probably also give it. A seven out of ten, I think. Oh. Okay. I think, yep. Because I, I liked it better than its well, predecessor, Batman, the yeah. Batman. Um, and I actually do really like the Schumacher movies as well. <laughs> but I do think that this film brings like a type of um, like a stylistic nuance that the other films don't capture, and I think it works really well. No, for sure. Yeah. I think I think and his own set design in this yeah. set design from yeah. the start. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a set the house and yeah um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I that, that was the first thing that hit me was was every single set was, was consistent and and the level of detail and how uh, yeah. it just was shot really well like it it, it blew my mind. It was great. Yeah. I think great for me, like I didn't I didn't grow up watching these movies, so I didn't watch this in the nineties. Yeah. So watching it, you know, for the first time, I think I've, I saw this maybe two years ago for the first time. Uh, I can see. I think in many ways it did still hold up and it was very theatrical and entertaining, mm. as you stated. Um, you know, it did have its cheesy moments um, and I think the Schumacher ones play with that a little further. But yeah. I, I did still find it fun and entertaining yeah. and it is a movie that I would watch again. Yeah. And the characters were just great. Spot on. Totally. Well, there you go. Hope so, we didn't bore you to death. Uh, that was our review slash discussion of Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Hope you guys enjoyed the banter and stay tuned for more retrospective reviews on the Batman. Bye for now.